1: Hello and welcome to Timothy. Actually, First Timothy is what we're talking about. Um, there are two Timothys, two books of Timothy in the Bible, um, but we're only talking about First Timothy. And they were both addressed to the same Timothy, which is, anyway, we'll talk about that as we uh, <laughs> go through our little greeting bit today today. Um, but we, yeah, again, we're talking about 1 Timothy in the Bible, which is kind of toward the end. This is um, after Jesus has come and after Jesus has died and um, has gone back to heaven and is now uh, has sent his Holy Spirit and the people. So that's kind of where we are as a quick, very quick summation.
2: And this letter is written to Timothy from Paul. Um, and we can talk about that later, too, if we want to. But yeah. should I read the first couple of verses? Yeah. Great place to start. All right, First Timothy 1, verses 1 and 2. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the command of God our Savior and of Jesus Christ our hope, to Timothy, my true son in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. Timothy needs all that mercy, grace, and peace because it is a tumultuous spot he's in at the church there at um, Ephesus. So I just think Paul often opens his letters with um, mercy, grace, and peace. And, um, and I think Timothy just really could use a big, big dose of that peace. Everything's in such an uproar around him. At the end, he's young.
1: He's young. He's young. So let's just get a little bit of background about who Paul is and who Timothy is and why they matter. Okay. So Paul is the author of this um, letter that he wrote to Timothy. And he wrote this letter to Timothy. Um, personally but with the expectation that it would be read publicly this wasn't like a dear diary kind of letter that he has forwarded to Timothy this is like let me tell you this and this is like what I how I feel this is what I think this is what I'm going to encourage for you but it's okay for you to share this this isn't like secret squirrel stuff um So that's kind of the angle that Paul is taking. And Paul himself is an apostle of Jesus, who we have um, just heard. And Paul wasn't always Paul, Mm -hmm. right? Paul used to be Saul, who probably Mm -hmm. had the most dramatic um, conversion story of anyone that we have ever heard, probably. So... Mm -hmm.
2: Paul was a persecutor of Christians. Um, I mean, he was going after people left and right, having them killed and having them um, put into jail, and um, so he was a persecutor of the church.
0: But God. he did that as a Jew, thinking that he was putting down heresy. So while he had a lot of violence in his life, he thought his motive was a a righteous motive. He thought that he was stopping the Jewish faith from being destroyed by this new um, Christian idea.
3: Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about that a little more in detail. You know, as we get into it, we'll see a lot of this.
1: Yeah. 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 But but Timothy and Paul met one another. um, And obviously, Paul has a great fondness for Timothy, because he says, to Timothy, my true son in the faith. So um, just so you have some context, he is not actually his son. He is um, another, another believer and another pastor, essentially, is who he is. He is the leader in the church. And Timothy is where? Timothy is in Ephesus. Ephesus.
0: Mm-hmm. I think and, it's important to know, too, that Timothy's mother was a Jewess, and she, but she came to a knowledge of Jesus as well as his grandmother, but his father was Greek. Mm-hmm. So he came from a, a mixed background, um, mixed cultural background, mixed religious background. Um, so his identity was a little different than Paul's. You know, Paul was absolutely a Jew. He had his lineage. He knew exactly who he was in the Jewish community. A little different for Timothy. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, although the Jewish, her- Jewish um, line comes through the mother,
0: Comes through the mother.
3: Right. But the fact that his dad was Greek and he was not circumcised. So he wasn't right. circumcised as in yes. the beginning. Right. Oh. That's
2: a key point.
3: That's yeah, a key let me point. tell you. For Timothy too, let me tell you.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was because like, he is Whoa. a young man. He's not right. a little baby. Yeah, why he's he not at? eight days old. <laughs> no, no. I would have
3: certainly had questions of Paul. Like,
0: why is this the point? Why plan? do I have to do that? <laughs> yeah.
2: what? Well, yeah. it seems counter to what Paul usually says,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, because Paul's the one that's you know rebuked Peter. No, no, we're right. not following the old Jewish rules and laws anymore. We're moving on to something different. These people do not have to go by the Jewish law to be Christian, Christian. men and women. Yeah. but with Timothy, I, I don't, I don't know that. That Paul ordered him to be circumcised but for his ministry and what he was doing it was better for Timothy to be circumcised than to not be circumcised and so Timothy as an adult man said okay and and allowed himself to be circumcised for the for the good of the gospel yeah
3: yeah I, I know I keep reading that and I read that I understand, and they certainly made those decisions at that time. But when I read through that, it does not make sense to me. Hmm. Except what it does show is the
2: willingness to sacrifice on Timothy's part.
3: Yeah, hmm. yeah,
2: and uh, that also gave um, Timothy, I think, credibility with the with the Jews in the church. It hmm. may obviously did have a problem, and so you know, with his youth. And with, why should we let this young Mm half-breed, which is to the Jews, that's what they were, he was considered. Um, Just like the Samaritans. And they're like, I could see him say, why should we listen to him?
0: Yeah. So in in some ways this gave him more authority.
2: Yep. Authority. Okay. Yeah.
0: Got it. To keep it in context, too, that they were still ministering to the Jews. I mean, they didn't mm-hmm. consider themselves Christians at that point. They considered themselves Jews who knew Jesus. So it was a little bit different. I mean, now we have a, a very definite kind of separation um, in that we are Christians. We don't identify as Jews who know Jesus. We identify as Christians. But that was this is back at the beginning of the church. And so that identity as a Christian wasn't established then like it is today. Mm -hmm. So I do think it gave Timothy credibility in the Jewish community. And that was important to him um, for all those reasons that you said he was young. He was a half, you know, a half breed. Well, that's a terrible term. I know. Yeah. But Um, that's how they felt about it. That's how they felt. It is terrible. Yeah.
2: Also this letter um, coming from Paul, acknowledging, um, Timothy and everything is, um, also gives Timothy credibility because it came from Paul and okay, if you're not going to listen to Timothy, here's what Paul says about that. And so then they might take a step back. Oh, okay. If it's it's from Paul, you know.
3: So, so part of that, I was wondering like, why didn't Paul just go to Ephesus? I mean, why did he intentionally send Timothy instead of him going himself?
0: Well, because, you know, Paul wasn't going to be around forever. Right. So we all know we, you know, we're in a line of discipleship. So we always have to be passing it on, right, to the next generation, to the next, to other people. It's not just something that we hold on to ourselves. Um, Well, also, was Paul in prison at this point or not?
2: He was in and out a few times. So this he one was. he was out. Okay. The next one he was in.
0: But he couldn't Zoom he, like we can either. Right. <laughs>
3: that's, and that's a good point.
0: He yeah. had churches all all, all through
2: um, yeah. what, Asia. Yeah. What, yes. what you, all yeah. through Asia. So Ephesus was a big one. Right. But it was only one. So when Paul's right. off ministering hundreds of miles away at a different church, like you said, he can't Zoom, he can't phone call, he can't hop on a plane and get there. So mm-hmm. these letters were very important to the church body because they would probably have been read at Ephesus and then passed along to the next church in the next
0: church.
3: Yeah, and that's why I was thinking at first, I was like, well, Paul, get there, take care of it, you know, it was part of my thinking. Just curious, kind of like, hmm, Timothy's young. He this he's he's in a tough situation. Ephesus is a big church, it's a big deal. But I I just loved how um in so many ways Paul established Timothy's authority. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, put him there and then I'll support him and do all those things with
1: him. Well, that's what a that's, good leader does, right? Yeah, I thought it was right.
3: really
1: interesting. Yeah, yeah. And he's very He's very strong in his phrasing in his this little greeting that he says, you know, to Timothy, my true son in the faith. And you know, he we already know who Paul is, and that he's established. Like, hey, just a reminder, I was with Jesus. Do you remember that I was with mm-hmm. Jesus? So I really know what I'm talking about. And now I'm giving that authority to Timothy. Yep. So yeah, that's a that's a really big deal. Hmm. That's a really big deal. Cause that's like a public pat on the back essentially is what that is. Right. I'm Paul and I approve this message kind of situation. (laughs) That's exactly (laughs) right. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Um, that's good. I like that. (laughs) So Mm. is there anything else that is, um, that stands out to any of you or um, that we really want to dive into for these first couple verses in the chapter?
3: I really want to go through the apostle. That term, it was specifically used. Paul used that. And again, this is a letter that was going to be read to others. That's what you were saying, Suzanne, earlier. It's like there was intention with this letter. It wasn't just going to go to Timothy. So Paul was using this letter as a tool, um, a way to support the leadership of Timothy but he used the term apostle, and some of the stuff in the homework to me felt really confusing a little bit um, because I thought, how? So maybe just kind of go through the definitions or kind of talk through it.
0: Angie, you had. Well, some I think thoughts. that, you know, one of the things that was kind of emphasized was an apostle was someone who had been with Jesus. And Terry, you brought up that Paul said, you know, even though. I didn't walk with Jesus when he walked on this earth. I have been with him. He appeared to me and I have been with him. And so he taught me what I know and that qualifies me as an apostle. Um, but for me, I, found it, I find it a little bit tough because I, I don't think that things stopped being one way and changed. So I don't know why Jesus had already been resurrected when he appeared to Paul Do we then not believe that Jesus would never appear to one of us in the same way that he did to Paul? Um, I'm not sure that I'm willing to say that he doesn't. I mean, I think Jesus could still appear to someone and teach them and walk with them. And that by virtue of that definition, definition of having been with Jesus, that would make them an apostle. And we still have people who are sent out. I mean, I grew up more with the definition being someone who is sent out um, for an apostle, not just someone who had walked with Jesus, but someone who had been sent out to minister to others, to bring others into the family of God. Um, so I'm not so sure that I think that it's ended. Um, apostleship has ended. I, I don't think that it's a wholesale thing. You know, you can just, oh, God called me, so that makes me an apostle. Because God has called all of us, um, but we know what the jobs are in the church. There's apostles, there's pastors, there's teachers, there's works, um, government. There's all kinds of different offices that we can hold in the church. Um, so just because your call doesn't make you an apostle, you could be one of those other things too, an evangelist. Um, but I'm just not quite at that point where I'm willing to say there are no more apostles. I'm... And that's just my my background and my feeling on it. Um, and if the Lord wants me to think different, He's going to have to change my mind. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I think the word um, apostle has a little more um, authority behind it mm-hmm. because I I would I have learned from Jesus. You know, I've I've heard his voice. But I consider myself a disciple, mm-hmm. not an apostle. um I think when you're you have apostle, it's a lot of authority behind it mm-hmm. Yeah. oh I don't know if that makes the difference i don't know i I just always been taught, and I guess and believed that what you said, Angie that um if the ones that walked and were taught by Jesus personally were called apostles, and like you said um Paul says he's an apostle somewhere. I don't. I don't know yeah, what uh, book it's in, but that he is an apostle called, you know, from God as one born late. So he, like you said, he didn't walk with Jesus when he was alive, but in his risen state. So there's a quote
3: by Charles Swindoll that's and that says to. Um, for the benefit of Timothy's confidence, Paul's authority to preach, teach, write, and lead came from God's command, which which he then passed on to Timothy. So he's not saying that there's an, uh, he's also saying this is not to suggest an apostolic succession. Um, so maybe the title apostle doesn't come down, but the authority. I don't know. I mean, that just felt confusing to me. I know this was just a part in the, homework that I was like, let's kind of lay this out, the difference between apostle and disciple or um, how people believe still. Um, I don't know. I, I just like, know I was a little
1: confused. That's interesting. Like I had no issue with that. I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep. Cause the apostle is the person who walked with Jesus and like face to face, eyeball to eyeball, high five, let's go do this. Um, and Jesus isn't here anymore. Mm-hmm. The Holy spirit is here. And we can certainly hear from him. But like, I don't believe that until I have died and gone to heaven, am I going to be eyeball to eyeball with Jesus? With Jesus. Mm -hmm. So that, yeah, that one wasn't a struggle for me. That's just, just because again, that's how I was taught was like Mm -hmm. the apostles are, are these people who walked sandal to sandal with Jesus. Um, So, and I I, I just feel like it's a, physical earthly thing that, that
0: that jesus was resurrected when he walked with paul he didn't walk right. in a natural physical body with him right. he walked in a resurrected body now that is, i do believe that our resurrected body is a real body right um, yeah um so but it's a yeah i think that that's a tough one in in weighing how you were brought up and what you were brought up um believing it's it's a You know, different denominations have different feelings of um, dispensationalism. Are things done or do they continue? Um, The same thing with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You know, there are a lot of people who don't believe that the Holy Spirit operates today the way he operated in the New Testament. Um, That's dispensation, that those days are over. And so now it's a different, we're in a different dispensation. Um, But those are not things to stop us. Or to divide us, and right. I think that that's very important that we respect each other's opinions and beliefs and and history in the churches that we grew up in. Um, those are not things that are going to keep you in make you get into heaven or make you not get into heaven.
2: And they're sort of like genealogies.
0: Yeah, we you don't know. want to do it. Yeah, clear yeah. That we It's need like to be very we're not going to let that, that be a
2: divisive
0: issue. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So so a part of one of the reason mm-hmm. I'm looking at that is let's let's get clear of the established what we can agree on is that Paul definitely had that authority. He was an mm-hmm. apostle. And this letter was a way of passing that authority to Timothy. Mm-hmm. And I um I kept thinking about that. And, and so i I'm, I kind of got hung up on why was Timothy there? Why didn't Paul take care of this himself? But another part of this is I think when I was looking at it, it's like we have Like bubble wrapped our society on so many levels. And my thinking back then was Paul was saying, Oh, here's an opportunity for Tim to Timothy to learn. Right? Let's, I'm going to put him in that situation and I'll support him in that situation, but I'm not going to take him out of that situation. It's like, Oh, he will learn and this is his opportunity and i think we have just such a different way uh, that was my response like well let's take him out why is timothy even there you know and it was like that was my
0: response of being in this you know society it's like and timothy baby... was oh i'm sorry go ahead angie when you take your baby to swim class and they just take him out of your arms and throw him in the pool i know <laughs> <laughs> well, i don't know if anybody does that anymore but that's no. what i did yeah, yeah. so yeah sink or swim know. you got to learn to
2: we yeah, did okay. it a little different, I think. That no way,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Timothy was well trained by Paul, though. Yes, mm-hmm. he wasn't just a, a little new baby Christian. Paul would, yeah. Right. He he was with Paul. He studied with under Paul. He ministered with him for years yeah. before he was given this responsibility. So, um, so it was a tough one, though. Things were getting worse, I think. Mm-hmm.
3: I I want to. I like the. Timothy didn't just have to depend on what Paul was saying to him, too. And there's this quote that's in the um, homework from the Defender's Bible, and it says, Our hope is not in this world, it is Christ. Some vague wish that a confident expectation, which is the meaning of the Greek word. It means, I love all these terms, a blessed hope, a living hope, a saving hope, a glorious hope, a joyful hope, a reasonable hope, a purifying hope, a stabilizing hope, and an everlasting hope.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: That's what Timothy was holding on to. Yeah. This letter was to support that, right. support him. But we want to be clear that um, Paul was just supporting Timothy. Timothy, like you were saying, Terry, he had been trained up and he had a hope that was so much stronger um, than anything we really, when we look at it, he had a hope that was so strong in so many different ways. So,
1: this is going to be an exciting book to delve into. Yes. Um, what a great way to start things out. Uh, does somebody want to pray for us this morning as we close ourselves out? I'll pray. Great. God, we just we just praise you. We just thank you for
3: this opportunity to be once again back in Bible study with you, Lord, and studying your word and knowing who you are and being able to experience the same type of hope that Timothy had. Lord, we ask that um, you open our eyes as we study through this. That you open our ears, Lord, so that we can hear things that we may not have heard before. And God, we um, ask that you open our hearts, Lord, and that you um, change us and transform us in ways. Let us be in those tough situations, God, so that we don't end up being bubble wrap, but we end up being effective. um, People who can carry your word and carry your spirit and carry you. To those who don't know you, Lord. God, we just praise you. And um, oh, giddy up, ladies. Here we go. Amen. Amen <laughs>